Well, good goddamn. Hey. What's up, everybody? What's up? What's up? What's up? How's it going? How's it going? What's up, Hope y'all? Hope you're having a wonderful Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. A wonderfully jolly happy Wednesday. I forgot what I called it last week. Wacky Wednesday. Whimsical Wednesday. What did you call it last Weird week? Wednesday. Wazza! Wednesday. <laughs> That's the Wednesday that it is. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the stream. Another day. Another fun time. Uh, today, we're doing Hypercast. Then after this, we're going to be doing another episode of Spy Island is back. Spy Island. Spy Island. Spy Island. You want to give them a little uh, a little uh, tease as to who you're going to have on the show? We got to, oh, we got. It's a roster, folks. We got the homies, okay? We got Matt Acevedo. We got Abria Iyengar. We got Kelly Nugent. We got Omar Najam. We got me. I'm on it. <laughs> we got Janelle Santa Cruz. Uh, we got one more, and then we got one more. Um, okay, we got Ptolemy Slocum, uh, who hasn't been on the channel much, but if you remember Hyper Sketch from a long time ago, he hosted it. Uh, you may have seen him in Westworld. Very talented, funny actor. Oh, yes, and Becky Feldman, also a very talented, funny actor. Uh, so it's going to be a very That's fun a full time. House, it's man. a full house. It's always going to be a full house. Yeah. Every week, eight people. And we'll see who the spy is. Bum, uh, bum, bum. But also, we've got some new interactions this week. There's going to be ways that you can tip and change the, the scope and and mm. uh, and flow of the game. Mm, very nice. Yeah, very it's going to nice. be cool. Yeah, it's going to be a whole lot of fun. And then after that, we are going to be playing Secret Mission Risk. Yep. A little different than regular Risk. Risk with a mission. Oh. Basically, there's 12 cards, okay? So we play Risk like typical. Uh, but there's 12 cards. We each pull one from the 12 uh and it's something you know it could be something like destroy all orange troops and when you do this oh no you win the game yeah oh no so it will we will all have a secret mission and do we keep that to ourselves we keep it to ourselves we could show the chat maybe i don't know maybe not because then then they might then they might sabotage me oh interesting that could be fun yeah it should be a fun time (laughs) should be a fun time you can can still nuke the world somehow oh no (laughs) Uh, tomorrow we're going to be playing part two of your guys' Warhammer battle, yeah. and I believe Bert, Naeem, and John are coming back, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Then on Friday, we're we're trying to work out if we can do something fun with the IRL stream. Um, this idea was pitched... Malika pitched this idea to us to do it today, and we were like, there's no possible way we can leave the studio. We can't get if, out if and we, make it if, back If, if to we do. have to do Spy Island. Yeah. So we're going to try to do it on Friday. It really depends on the IRL setup, though. Uh, if we can make it happen, I think it would be really fun and a nice opportunity for us to get out of the house to do something a little bit different. Yeah. Uh, if not, we'll kind of keep you guys posted on what the programming, how we're going to adjust it. We're more than likely still going to do hyper hip clips no matter what. Um, just what we do before that might might change. It might be hypercast with something and then hyper hip clips, or we might go live IRL and then do hyper hip clips after. Uh, so we'll we'll have to kind of hopefully by tomorrow we can have it figured out. But yeah. if not, you know we'll um, you know. We'll do, we'll do what we uh, were originally planning on doing. Um, also, I had a lot of fun doing our watch along last night of Batman Returns. I hope everybody who tuned in uh, enjoyed that. There was like 20 people who showed up. 
It was also like kind of last minute. How was it? Uh the movie. It when was, was the last time you saw Batman Returns? Uh, well, I I rewatched the 4Ks when I got them last gotcha. year. I was about to say you probably watch them all the time. Yeah, uh, you know, I don't need to judge me, Lucas. Since <laughs> not even that. Well, actually, it's already four o'clock. So, um, yeah, uh, it's great though. I you know I was telling people in the chat room uh, that Batman Returns is a movie that I did not necessarily enjoy when I was a kid because it wasn't tailored to my like style yeah i wanted just like a batman action movie which the movie has that but it's also filled with like story that you're kind of meant to care about right and i wasn't really into that as a kid but as i got older i appreciated the story more and more of like oswald cobblepot his backstory trying to find his family and selena's story and as you get older you also start to understand the jokes and the humor a lot Mm. more especially when it's like adult oriented so I've I've really I've grown to appreciate that movie so much over the years, and it's probably like one of the best looking Batman movies of I those agree. original four. I agree. I love the way that movie looks. Yeah, Tim Burton did an amazing job. It's for sure like the most Tim Burton yeah take on Batman, but I love it. Yeah, it's, I really love it's the movie. So stylized. Yeah. Yep. It was it was a little late. It was a little late. Um, you know, our game of Monopoly ended up going a little bit later than I think we were intend- yeah. intending it to go. It was supposed to end at nine. We went till ten. Um, so I was thinking that we, I was hoping we'd be able to start it early. But um, if you guys are down, if we hit our goal tonight, I'll do Batman forever. Whoa! You'll watch Batman forever, forever and ever, ever and ever, ever. Uh, but no, if, seriously, if we uh, if we hit the goal tonight. Or if we hit the goal by the end of the day, uh, I will watch Batman Forever with the audience, and I will let people know in Discord now, just so they're aware. Smash that goal. So we're trying to hit our goal of tips. You can tip any amount you wish to keep this network alive and pumping and kicking and creating and innovating. Uh, We run completely on your support, and that's just how we like to make content here. Uh, So, yeah, there's going to be lots of ways you can interact with the game um, with Spy Island after this. There's going to be lots of ways you can tip to interact with Risk. Uh, So, yeah, let's hit that goal, and you can watch a movie, and I can go home and sleep, and (laughs) you put yourself through that. I don't know why you do that. I don't know why you do that. We just uh, (laughs) we get here, and we talk. Man, we got a lot of work to do, and then Adam's like, hey, if we hit the goal, I'll do more work. But I know it's because you want to, because you actually yeah. enjoy that's, watching. That's uh, that's it's one of those like honestly, it's one of those things. It's a nice thing to unwind for the night and to just like watch something and then go to bed. Totally get it. Um, yeah, I think for us, it's uh, we need more time in the morning to just yeah get stuff get stuff ready to go. Yeah, and uh, it's been a bit of a challenge. I, I'll be honest with with you guys, it's been a little bit of a challenge this week because we're not switching to any shows upstairs. It makes yeah. setting up down here a lot more harder yeah because we have a ton of people who are going to be joining our zoom call about 50 minute 45 minutes into the show mm-hmm. but i can't necessarily like leave yep the show go, like, <laughs> leave lucas hanging here because uh, we have our own custom overlay for this yeah. thing so we have to like take that zoom call and crop and size all those windows uh so then it's like um how and when did when does that happen yeah so that was the benefit of having two slash three different locations so mm-hmm. it's like we can be you know filming in one location while we're setting up another but uh yes sir 
We're kind of trapped down here in the basement. Right now. <laughs> that's where they let. That's the only place they let the kids go nowadays. Yeah. So we're just stuck here. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, that's the schedule for today. We're also adding members to the clubhouse. Every time we hit our hit 50, or every time we hit five hundred dollars of our goal, we'll add a new person to the clubhouse. We haven't really figured out exactly when we're going to do the clubhouse. Yeah. If it's going to be at the end of this month. Uh, or sometime next month, but I don't think it's going to be possible because, you know, things are happening. Yeah. Don't get excited. Um, yeah, but if you want to know how you can support, you can go to oneshot.straylogic.com. Check out everything that's on there. Your mods do an amazing job updating everything every day. There, uh, we we wouldn't be able to uh, we wouldn't be able to go live without you guys. Yeah, I I just dump a bunch of info into our Discord and I'm like, hey, can you guys set this up, please? I don't have time. And they're like, yes. Yeah, we got you. And it's done. So thank you very much, very much appreciated. Um, I was not expecting to wake up to the news of uh, the Walking Dead ending. Yeah, the Walking Dead is ending. Yeah. Uh, and they're they're ending after this season, right? After this upcoming season. Yeah. So one more season. Season 11 after this. Which is a crazy thing to do to announce, like, this is the final season. Yeah. Like, typically, it's like, hey, uh, we are going to have, like, one more season, and then we're going to have our final season. Yeah, yeah. I know they, they announced that it's going to be, like, an extended season as well. I think mm -hmm. it's going to bleed over into 2022. Yeah. And I think it's going to be, like, 20 some odd episodes it's yeah. gonna be a much longer one uh oh peak one thank you so oh, much snap. thank you for that tip man that just puts it as, puts us at 10 percent on the smash that goal <laughs> love smiling get a kick back and enjoy tonight's episode thank you so much for the support very appreciate much appreciated appreciate um at some point for this show we're probably gonna have to turn on notifications yeah <laughs> we're just gonna have to suck it up and do it um thank you so much but yeah i was i was very surprised to hear that to hear that this was uh ending yeah. i know the comic books have uh i think they ended at episode at issue 100 I believe. oh really i didn't know I, they ended i could be wrong um but yeah uh, i mean they told that whole story so it's it's always interesting to me that a show always is able to find a way to like prolong a story yeah and i enjoyed the first three seasons of the walking dead but it's to be completely honest, it's not a show that I've kept up with over the years. Right. And now that it's 10 seasons in, I'm kind of like, okay, I'll just watch it when the whole thing comes out on Blu-ray, and then I'll binge watch the whole thing. That's kind of how I feel about it. Yeah. And also, I've heard, like, mixed things, and then that it, like, it was bad, and then it was good and mm -hmm. stuff. So, it's like, that right there just sounds like a big old commitment uh, to me. 193 was the last issue, so excuse me. And now, it, they're doing a spinoff, right? Yeah, multiple. Be, so, they've yeah. had Fear the Walking Dead. Mm -hmm. I believe that's in its fifth season already. Right. Uh, but they've announced a new one yeah. with uh, Norman Reedus. Mm -hmm. They're uh, actually two separate ones. Oh, really? Yeah, so one will be with Norman Reedus's character. Uh, oh, sorry. No, you're right. You're right. It's going to be one spinoff that will have Norman Reedus's character and Melissa McBride's character, Daryl Dixon and Carol Politer. And then the second is going to be an anthology series called Tales of the Walking Dead. Uh, and that's going to be more of like a, I guess like a a look into the life of particular characters in a particular location huh. and it's going to change per episode. I like, like that idea. That yeah. sounds fun. That to me sounds way more interesting than following the same group of characters yeah. for like such an yeah, extended totally. amount of time. That's kind of, uh, I don't, I get kind of tired of that drama stuff. Of yeah. Like, I don't know. TV gets kind of repetitive of like, I, I know that this character that I like, you have to make me not like them next season. Mm -hmm. And this character that you're telling me is an asshole is going to be like, Oh, but we didn't really know him well enough. And now four episodes, he's my favorite character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I get kind of tired of that <laughs> stuff. <laughs> On top of that, they're still making these Rick Grimes Walking Dead movies. Yeah, what? 
That's crazy. Uh, I, Who's I, watching these? Are, are you guys watching <laughs> these? No offense. I'm not trying to make that sound weird. I just I didn't even know that was happening. Yeah. When I read that today. It was announced at Comic-Con a couple years ago. Really? Okay. Yeah, and they did like a teaser um, that it's going to – like Rick Grimes is getting a movie. And I'm that's, like, really? Andrew Lincoln's coming crazy. back to the I, – I don't know the fate of that character in the show. Yeah. I know that he obviously goes away because he's not in the main cast anymore. But I'm like, what are we, what are we doing with, like, what's, yeah. what's his story gonna be? I'm interested. I kind of want to see one. Yeah. I didn't know. Yeah, I just didn't know that was a thing. So I mean, it's definitely a show. Like they've definitely been able to find a way to take this concept in this series and spin it into almost anything they want it to be. Yeah. The I'm I'm pretty I'm actually pretty excited about these spinoff ideas. Yeah. I think that sounds dope. Yeah. Um. And yeah, I think that the the series is. Uh, it's it's run so long that to me it feels like it'd be such a like an undertaking to get into right now. Yeah. So I'm excited about like some kind of a new start. Yeah, yeah. You know? Tiny Chris Games says they took him out of the show, but he was able, but he was alive. He didn't die. A helicopter showed up and took him away to safety. Ah. So yeah. Yeah. Understood. Understood. Now I get it. Yeah. So I think that's the big thing. I think you know, as for someone like me who has not watched the show since season three. Um, I am excited about spin-off shows. I am mm-hmm. excited about what these movies could be. I, I, I do wonder though, like how much context are you going to need to know and understand yeah. to walk into a Rick Grimes movie and go, I know exactly what's happening yeah, here. Yeah, that's Other true. Other than conceptually, like a fire, you know, like zombies broke out, and here's kind of what's been happening mm-hmm. for seven years. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't know. We'll we'll, we'll see, but I, I do like the idea of anthology series that takes us to different character stories every episode yeah because to me you don't really need to know anything else yeah and i feel like you don't need to know anything else other than zombie showed up Mm. and there was like some sort of an outbreak or whatever the story is Mm -hmm. um you know then then i think that works for me yeah i really like the concept of anthology series because i kind of like we were looking or watching the trailer for welcome to blumhouse Mm -hmm. That it's just like their own stories. They're self-contained. Sometimes they exist in the same universe. Sometimes they don't. And you can be you can show so many different tones and and stories. Yeah, exactly. You know? Like, did you watch Tales from the Loop? Uh, I didn't finish it, but I watched. Man, some of that it. was yeah. awesome. How they yeah. like every episode was somebody else's tale, but in this universe. Yeah. I think uh, it's really also, fun. like like Black Mirror is a great example. Yeah. Where that's that's mm-hmm. like not the same universe, mm-hmm. but it's it's like cool to see how you can get so many different. Um, tonal emotions out of out of different episodes with the same sort of you know overall overarching feel yeah yeah and i didn't i didn't realize that now in season 10 that uh that these two characters carol and uh daryl are the last two remaining originals from the show really yeah so i guess it's all new characters uh, surrounding them wow which is kind of crazy that is crazy which i mean you know I, I I know that Norman Reedus is a like people really like him. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize how popular that character was. Yeah, people love that character. Yeah, which like is a- cool. I mean, it's I mean, good for him, really. Yeah, like he's been he's been been able to benefit from that popularity in incredible ways. Yeah, you know, and I never would have thought that uh, the the actor who I watched in uh, Boondock Saints would. <laughs> go on to such ha- to right. have such a prolific tv career yeah. in uh, the walking dead but yeah i mean i think that's that's exciting and again i think i'm more pumped for the anthology series um just the just only yeah, me be- too. only because of the fact that i think you can like jump into it and then go to the next thing and you like you don't need all the context of 10 years of television that's kind of why i never got into game of thrones also yeah. like i started watching the show in season eight 
and a lot of people were like why like, i don't know i i don't know i just want to see how it wraps up and yeah if i like the wrap up then i guess i'll watch the rest i thought it was decent i skipped a few seasons yeah i, I could never really get into game of thrones yeah i tried real hard don't tell bert yeah i know don't tell bert bert will be very mad that includes you don't tell bert don't tell bert please for the love of god please don't tell bert uh xbox prices how many people are in here are either going to get the xbox series x or the series s it's actually kind of hard to say Xbox Series X and it's, Xbox Series S. What a freaking tongue twister, man. <laughs> Stop adding Christ. letters to this thing. It's already <laughs> so many syllables. Can't you just call it like XBX or XBS? Call it's it much easier. freaking XB4 or whatever, XB5, like PlayStation's doing. Yeah. I, at this point, it's like I can't keep track of how many Xboxes came have come out. Yeah, I know. Because we had the Xbox, Xbox 360, Xbox Series, or Xbox... Wait, what do I have? Xbox One S. Mm-hmm. I, like I don't know. Yeah, I don't, they're, I don't they're know what weird like on. iPhone name territory. Yeah, they are. Like at this point, I'm like, cool. I know that I'm gonna get a PS5, mm-hmm. and it's easy. And yep. I know we've had other things. We have like the PS. We had PlayStation, and then we had PS One, and all that sort of stuff. But so they released the pricing. The Xbox Series X, which is the beefier one that includes a 4K Blu-ray player or mm-hmm. optical disc drive. Uh, has one terabyte of storage, 16 gigs of RAM, and a faster CPU is going to be for $499. And then the Series S, which will not have an optical drive, and I think it, I believe it has 10 gigs of RAM and a little bit of a slower CPU, will be $299. Release date, November 10th, and the pre-orders start on September 22nd. And a lot of people were going, ooh, what's PS5 going to do? And I'm like, I don't know. They'll probably compete and match the price. Mm-hmm. I mean, what else do you do? I, I don't know. I, yeah, well, well, as we were talking before we went live, they're all just getting to this territory of like being like nearly the price of a PC, right? With not quite the specs. Mm-hmm. So it feels like you're buying. It feels like you're buying the console mm-hmm. for the exclusive games that they have, right? Um, because the PlayStation's exclusive games have been amazing. Yeah. Uh, same for the Xbox, but it is quite the price tag. Right. I mean, I basically bought a PS4 for the Spider-Man game, mm-hmm. and I thought that was well worth it. Yeah. Because for the the whole bundle mm-hmm. of the game and the PS4 at the time it was about four hundred and sixty bucks. Right. And it's like that game was worth four hundred and sixty dollars to me. Yeah. And I still play it. Um. Then I got Red Dead Redemption 2, and I am now playing GTA. So mm. I've, I feel like I've gotten my money's worth out of the thing just from the games that it has. Yeah. Uh, but these prices, I do know that they matter to families buying for their children. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, they probably, I mean, they matter a lot to con- consumer too, but right. uh, to like everyday consumers uh, who are like, you know, this one versus this one, I'm going to go for the cheaper one. Mm-hmm. But I think mainly this is for moms at Christmas being like, no, I'm going to get you the cheaper one. Right. Uh, you know, you, you're not going to get a PlayStation. You're going to get the Xbox that's $400. Right. Yeah. And I think also, you know, like right now, this is kind of an interesting year because a lot of people have been affected obviously by what's happened with mm-hmm. covid and yeah. you know just everything in life and 299 to me and okay f- this is not a secret i i don't like do deep dives on consoles mm-hmm. you know like i'm not constantly looking up and comparing the prices of what like the previous generation the generation before that when i see 299 i'm like okay i feel like that's like 
with tax like 350 i feel like that's kind of like what most families are like willing to push mm-hmm. right now yeah and i think even outside of that normally they'd be like okay like 350 is about as like hi i'm willing to go for yeah. a christmas present for my kid totally if the 299 price tag is really great yeah uh i don't like it not having physical media abilities though yeah yeah i think that's the only annoying thing like and i think you probably share the same thing like we like physical media i mm-hmm. literally just got ghost in the shell in 4k I would not download that movie to watch it digitally. I yeah. want to watch it off the disc. Yeah. Uh, only reason I own an Xbox One S is just so I could play 4K Blu-rays. Mm-hmm. Because the PlayStation 4 and the PS4 Pro, they did not include the ability to be able to read 4K UHD Blu-ray discs, yeah. which I thought was really stupid because Sony presses a lot of those discs. Yeah. Anyway, that's beside the point. Well, but, yeah, I was trying to yeah. play... Uh, I was trying to play a game on my Switch over the weekend, and it was a game that I had downloaded, yeah. uh, and our internet was going in and out, and I couldn't play it because it required an update. Yeah. Uh, and I'm just like, man, if I were, if I had the physical copy, mm-hmm. I could probably be playing this offline right <clears throat> yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, now that the PS5 is going to have a 4K or an optical drive that plays 4K Blu-rays, I'm like, I have no reason to buy a play, uh, an Xbox. Right. No reason whatsoever. I've never, like, I had an Xbox, an original Xbox, and for some reason, I just, like, I couldn't be converted to that console. Yeah. It's a lot to do with, like, the controls, and I just, I don't know, I grew up, I've had a PlayStation since 1996. Yeah. So, I don't know, for me, it's I've always kind of been a PlayStation person. But I think, you know, in regards to the pricing, I think the 299 price is, like, it hits kind of like that that tipping point for families to be like, this is like the maximum I'm willing to go. Mm-hmm. And then for anybody who's just like a really hardcore gamer, who is obviously like not a PC player, um, I think the 499 price range, including you know the optical optical disc and the ability for having one terabyte expansion on the drive. I mean, I guess that's like a good price. I yeah. don't know. But I am curious to see now what PlayStation is going to do and how they're going to compete because they have, I don't know spec-wise exactly how they line up mm-hmm. uh, in terms of like the RAM and the CPU and all that sort of stuff. But one has an optical drive and one doesn't. So I'm curious yeah. to see if it's going to be the same price or if it's going to be more expensive. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I think you know in order for them to kind of compete, it's going to come down to the tech, but I think also the games. Yeah. You know? I mean, I most of the games that I love are on PlayStation anyway. Mm-hmm. So again, I don't have a reason to convert to another console. Like I've been playing Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, and it's on PlayStation. Yeah. So why would I go to PC or Xbox? Um, but I know that there are plenty of other games that work way better on PC anyway. Yeah. Um, but that's just me personally. But you know, we'll see. I, I heard that today, right? Isn't today? Aren't they going to reveal? the prices for this thing today for the PS5 and the pre-order Ooh. and all that. That's what I thought I kept reading this morning Ooh. was that we were going to have prices today. But uh, so far I have not seen anything. So I don't know. Let me googs it. Yeah, I don't see anything yet. Wow, but I do see PlayStation 5 24K Gold Edition pre-orders open this week if you can spare 7,999 pounds. I can't. No. I can't. Um, so, no. Some people are saying uh, that they were going to, but it might not happen until tomorrow. So, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see, though. I, I'm curious to see what the prices are going to be for this thing. Yeah. But, you know, I think PlayStation, I'm super excited for that Miles Morales Spider-Man game. Looks yeah, really man. Cool. That looks so cool. Um, plus all the other stuff they have announced as well. Yeah. Um, how was the uh, trailer for Dune, bro? 
So I watched the trailer for Dune, and it was amazing. Uh, did you not watch it? No. Oh, come on, bro. <laughs> I uh, I have such a hard time committing to watching trailers without there being a camera on my face. I had no idea. I, I mean, this been, this movie has been in production for so long. Yeah. Or it's been, t- been being talked about for so long. I kind of, like, forgot uh, as the waves of casting were happening, I forgot how many people were in this thing, because that trailer is insane, dude. <laughs> it's just what a star-studded cast. This movie had to have cost a billion dollars. Like, We've Jesus. Got Timothy Chalamet. Yeah, it's Timothy Chalamet, Oscar Isaac, Rebecca Ferguson, Dave Bautista, Jason Momoa, Josh Brolin, Zendaya. Uh, oh, there's so many more, too. Who else is in there? Let me IMDB it. Uh, I'm forgetting somebody uh, important. The trailer's awesome. Yeah. So you're not familiar with Dune at all, are you? No. So I, I that's like Javier Bardem is in it. That's been a lot. A lot of um, what people have been talking about is like the book, the book, the book. Because I knew that they were making a Dune movie, so I'm Stellan Skarsgård's in it too. Yeah. Uh, I'm the type of person I do not read a book before I watch a movie. Mm-hmm. The reasoning is is I don't want the book to affect my experience of watching the movie Fair, like yeah. i'm a very visual person yeah so for me i want to go see how a director interprets it yeah and i want to see if the director can then convince me that the you know that the movie and the story and the characters are great for me to then go out of my way to be like cool i'm gonna buy the book and i'm gonna read yeah. it now i personally think that that i too think that that is a better way of going about it yeah because you get afforded to i mean you can write a book however you want and you can mm. make it as many pages as you want and dune is very dense yeah uh and the adaptation is incredibly hard mm-hmm. transform like transferring that format to then the screen is so hard to do uh and when a director does it well they usually win an oscar and academy award yeah. for it because it's very hard to do like adapting yeah. adapting books to film is pretty hard to do yeah uh it's like i think it's a if you're a fan and you like the movie then you go read the book mm-hmm. uh but you know we didn't know we were gonna get a movie so right. we, we all read the book uh but yeah i think it's a better order to do it because you will likely be disappointed at all the stuff that had to be omitted Yeah, uh, if you that's, read the book first. Yeah, and that's kind of the reason I've stayed away from reading books before I, before I watch movies. And sometimes, I mean, sometimes, like I watched the first Harry Potter movie and I started reading the book and I got 60 pages into it and I was just like, I'm good. Yeah. Like, it, I just, it didn't click with me. Yeah. I thought like, all right, well, then why, like, why am I going to sit here and read the book if, yeah. like, I'm not enjoying it as much if I can just go watch the movie? Right. And there's definitely plenty of books that I want to read that uh, are, that movies have been adapted into that I still haven't caught up with. Like, the biggest ones, I would say, for me personally, are Shining and Dr. Sleep. I want to sit and, like, read both of those back to back. They're good books. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I would love to check those out. But, yeah, and I think, like, because Dune is so dense, I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't even know when the hell I would find time to read. Dune. Yeah, I and again, I would recommend the audiobook because yeah. the audiobook is incredible. Yeah. Like it's so good, dude. Yeah. It's like just listening to a teleplay. Yeah, they've got so many actors on it. It's That's amazing. Cool. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that'd be the only way I'd actually be able to get through it. Yeah, is to do the audio. It's version. long though. Hold on, let me look how long oh, it is. Oh my god, it's like 15 hours it's probably. So many, oh, it's way more than that. Oh my god, I probably have to do the same thing with the Lord of the Rings. Uh, because I've I like have started picking up I've like picked up those books and I would start reading them at certain points, 
but it's just like, dude, this is like too much. Yeah. Uh, it's 21 hours. 21 hours. What did I say? 15. Okay, I was only off by six hours. Not too off, Jesus but. Christ. Yeah, it's long. It's a whole day. <laughs> I could like, I would only be able to do like four hours a day, which I mean, I guess I guess you could finish that in about a week, but yeah. even so, man, that's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. And I know some people are the opposite. Some people love to read the book first and then go watch the movie. I just worry that if I'm going to do that, I will walk out of the movie and I'll be like, I didn't like it because they didn't include these things. Yeah. Um, and I don't want that to be the experience. I, I think for books, it's different than comic books. Yeah. Because with comic books, you're never really just adapting one comic book. Mm-hmm. You're taking an era. You're taking a run of comics. You're taking a graphic novel or a series of graphic novels. And you're taking elements of that and you're interpreting it in mm-hmm. its own like new scripted story uh like civil war for example it's pretty different from the comic book and it doesn't include a ton of the characters in the sure. comic but it's that universe's interpretation of what that concept is yeah and i feel like books don't do that necessarily yeah they usually are trying to take the book and condense it into like one movie yeah uh or in the case of lord of the rings uh you know they made like two different versions where it's like yeah. a theatrical cut that's three hours and then an extended cut that's four and a half. Yeah. We watched that a couple weeks ago. It was insane. Did you really? Yeah. All three? Uh, yeah. It was a full freaking day. Dude, that's um, literally 15 hours of your life. Mm-hmm. Uh, we uh, I th- we split it up into a weekend. We watched one one day and two the other. Damn. Uh, the, that's still crazy. The thing, like somebody said that Dune, it's it's like the first like third of the book is world building on stero- steroids, mm-hmm. which is super accurate. Um, and that is also like a cool thing about film mm-hmm. is that it's written. The book is written in such like a visual way uh, that they're able to, in just a shot eliminate several pages you know we've just knocked out yeah. several pages of description in a shot where you see it uh, and that's just a cool thing about translating book to film right is uh you know you take those words that you read and listen to and you put them in this one shot yeah uh you know pages of of just world building yeah and dune is amazing for world building the story is also very good mm-hmm. uh it's it's basically it's a there's this desert like barren planet Arrakis uh, that this family has uh, and it's Timothy Chalamet's character mm-hmm. uh, they've uh, you know it's like it's sort of like a f- feudal uh, future cis, uh, um, galaxy where we uh, like families are controlling different planets and stuff and this family has gotten control of Arrakis which is just a desert like you wouldn't really want it except that there is this very very uh, sought after drug that is needed across uh, it's it's needed for travel. It extends human life. Uh, oh, let's wow. like see in the future and stuff called spice. Uh, so they have control of spice, and it's like it's basically just the politics of having control of something like that in a desert wasteland where it's almost uninhabitable, but you have oh interesting a very very sought after resource. That's cool. Yeah, it, it's really cool. <clears throat> and so today when they launched the trailer, they did a it was about a twenty seven minute. Uh, interview like a live interview oh, really? it was pre-recorded That's but cool. it had every cast member and it was hosted by Stephen Colbert oh cool and it was he's such a nerd he's, he's probably such a, a nerd. huge fan yeah and it was really cool because for somebody like me who doesn't know the story 
uh, it was great to have the cast and Denis Villeneuve talk about, you know, what the story is, who yeah. are the characters, like every actor introduced themselves, uh, you know, who the characters were and kind of what their role is in the movie without giving away spoilers. Yeah. And they showed some really great behind the scenes footage that, of them shooting the stuff in, they shot on location in Jordan. Mm -hmm. And I think it was Rebecca Ferguson talked about how scope wise and even Oscar Isaac talked about it, you know, being in the middle of a desert. Um, really influences how you play the character, but it also helps you see the, that world mm -hmm. in a different way mm -hmm. because you're not seeing a dune with a green screen. Right. It's a dune followed by another one and another one, and That's it's just amazing. kind of endless in repetition yeah. until the horizon. It's got to help your acting yeah. to actually be envisioning what you know the creator wanted you to. Yeah, exactly. And I, and I think with a director like Denis Villeneuve, who... One of my favorite directors. I mean, I just watched Sicario with Emily, and she had never seen it before. Yeah. And I also introduced her to Prisoners and probably we broke her. Um, <laughs> I was like, let's watch this movie Prisoners. It's by Denis Villeneuve. It's amazing. She's like, okay. So she, we watched it. Oh, she was like, brutal. I thought this movie was going to be about these two characters escaping prison. And I was like, <laughs> oh, hell no, dude. Uh. <laughs> it's not that at all. Yeah. Not that at all. Yeah, there was a mini series on sci-fi that was not bad. Uh, yeah, in the nineties. Yeah, I want to say 2000s? like early two thousands. I think I'm William. Look it up. I think William Hurt was in it. Um, I I actors. remember seeing it when I was super young. I loved it when I was young. Yeah. I was. I mean, I was like ten years old. Yeah. I was like, look at these guys with pretty blue eyes. Naeem loves Sicario. Yeah, Sicario is amazing. I did not like the sequel, and I think the the big reason why is because they had no Emily Blunt, no Denis Villeneuve, and no Roger Deakins. And I think that really hurt the movie. Um, but his work is, is is amazing. He's done some incredible stuff. I was really, really sad when um, Blade Runner 2049 did not perform as well. Mm -hmm. But I love that movie. I love that so movie good. too. But I think what made me feel good, um, I guess made me also just appreciate Warner Brothers, was the fact that they let him do Blade Runner 2049. It underperformed in the box office. Um, but they still brought him back and said, like, look, you know, Blade Runner 249 did what it did. Movie yeah. was still great. We love the movie. I'm sure they probably took some fault on the marketing of the movie. But let's let's still let you make Dune. Mm -hmm. And let's split into two parts so you're not overwhelmed to make one yeah. enormously long five-hour movie. Yeah. Uh, which I think is great. Which I think was really cool. And I think Denis Villeneuve is one of those directors who, because he also likes to write. Mm -hmm. And I know that he co-wrote the script. Um, I feel like he's a guy who really understands if he's going to translate source material, he really has to like dig deep into the mm -hmm. source material and to really understand and I think he has he has the vision and he has the scope to understand how to like tell like how do you translate a sandworm yeah. into like Denis Villeneuve style while still honoring the original book yeah after seeing Blade Runner 2049 I was basically like you can direct anything you want yeah I'm, I'm okay with it <laughs> pretty much yeah so I, I'm, I'm excited to see it uh, it is coming out in IMAX uh, I, I will most likely see it in that format but I always get a little upset when they release these trailers. And even IMAX, when they put the trailer out, it's like the regular widescreen version. Yeah. I'm like, dude, why can't you just put out the IMAX version? I want to know what it looks like. I want to know what it looks like, damn it. But yeah, it, it, uh, I'm, I'm just stoked about the movie. I'll probably end up watching the trailer at some point. Mm -hmm. um, I have to kind of decide if I want to do a trailer reaction for it or not. Hector already saw it. Son of a bitch. That bastard. That bastard. What the hell, dude? 
Um, so maybe, I don't know, maybe Augie and I will watch it or I'll just end up watching it on my own. But uh, it's always the thing with trailer reactions. I post the trailer and people are like, I need your reaction immediately. I'm like, dude, it's seven in the morning. I'm not getting out of bed right now to go record something. <laughs> That's not happening. I stayed up all night watching Batman Forever, yeah. man. You had me till midnight last night. I'm not getting up at seven to do a trailer reaction, damn it. Even though I probably should. Um, dude, you also said you finished uh, Cobra Kai. I finished Cobra Kai Son last of a night. Bitch. Got all caught up. You, you, uh, you're like way ahead of me on so much stuff. Towards the end of season two, it starts turning into a bit to being a bit more about the kids. Okay. Uh, and it starts feeling a little bit more like a kids show. Interesting. Uh huh. It's it's wild. Really. There's just like a dramatic shift into like being more about a kids show. And I'm like, man. This was pretty brutal the first season. <laughs> I was not expecting yeah. you to say that. But it's not bad. Uh, it's just, it, it was a weird tonal shift. Really? Uh, and it's okay. Like, it's still got some really good messages and stuff, and I, I'm digging it. And I don't know if it's just the inclusion of just having child actors mm-hmm. uh, for cheap uh, and just, you know, the way that kids act mm-hmm. is making it feel very childlike. I don't know. Interesting. It's kind of hard to tell. That's really weird. But yeah, I, I'm liking it. So. Yeah, because season one. Still liking it. Season one, and so far from what we've seen from season two, it tries to go, you know, a little deeper than you would expect from that show mm-hmm. in terms of uh, how it deals with characters and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of weird to hear that, that, like, the end of the season, you're like, oh, it's more like childlike. Yeah. And it's still, you know, it's like, it's still like the TV 14 right. rating that it's getting. Like, you know, it's like kids at a party drinking alcohol and yeah. stuff. Yeah. But it just feels a little bit less, um, I don't know, it's hard to explain. Watch it, watch it and see what yeah, you Yeah, I got to check it out. I, I've, we talked about it yesterday, but I, I've really enjoyed the first season. And I'm enjoying so far what I've seen of season two. And mm-hmm. I like what they're doing with characters like John Kreese and Man, the, yeah, the, yeah. Uh, the relationships are so fascinating and fun. Really? Yeah, just nice. loving them. Everyone, it's all the time drama. <laughs> oh, boy. Just drama, drama, drama. I live for the drama, baby. Yeah. Yeah, so I can't wait to continue watching and catching up on on the whole thing. Um, hey, man, I don't know about you, but uh, I think Rick Moranis is about to convince me to change my uh, yeah. cell phone service. Uh, has anybody seen this Mint Mobile commercial that Ryan Reynolds put together that has Rick Moranis? Uh, that was crazy. Mint Mobile. I had not even heard of it before today. Yeah, so Ryan Reynolds became an owner in Mint Mobile a couple of years ago, right? Like 2017, 2018. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if he started it from the ground up or if it was something that he um, bought, right? Assumed ownership of. But it's this like newer mobile provider. And the big thing that they were rolling out today was, yeah, he bought into it. The big thing that they were rolling out today was they were introducing their new $30 unlimited plan. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know. I just I'm think considering it's, it. I just think it's hilarious that it's like Ryan Reynolds out here to be like, hey, I'm out here to promote this new $30 unlimited plan. But also, you know, we got uh, we got uh, Rick Moranis. And that right there made me click. Like, I clicked through the link. I never yeah. do. I clicked through the link, and then I browsed their plans, and I was like, whoa, this is a good deal. I did the same thing. I might buy this. I might just try this for a few months. Uh, so... The power of advertising, I guess. Well, it's the power of advertising, but I would say even more so, and I think this is like, we saw this from Deadpool, it's the power of Ryan Reynolds. Mm-hmm. Like, Ryan Reynolds, if he was a, a marketing manager somewhere, uh, he'd probably be like the most sought-after person in that industry. Yeah. Uh, and he probably still is. Um, 
and he's a genius. Yeah, just getting Rick Moranis, who has been um, pretty out of the limelight for several years, yeah. has been like, no, I don't really want to act. Almost twenty, I think. Yeah. yeah. Well, he did. He was a voice in uh, Brother Bear. Okay. Uh, he has appeared in some documentaries. Yeah, that's right. I was mentioning he's in a, a documentary on Disney Plus. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but he's he's mostly turned down acting roles and mm-hmm. has just been out of the limelight. Yeah, he to get focused... him on some random advertisement. Right. I'm like, this must be a cool thing. Let yeah. me look at it. Yeah, he quit acting, or he put it on. He put his career on hold because he uh, was taking care of his kids. Because yeah. his wife passed away. Yeah, um, so you know he had more priority, bigger yeah. priorities, which and is totally understandable. I mean, the guy was a superstar in the 80s. Yeah, into the 90s. Saw that you know yeah. he's, he's made enough money like gonna be there for his kids like yeah. you can totally see why someone would do that yeah exactly uh, exactly but, you know now that um his kids are probably out of the house he might be looking to get back into acting Who knows? yeah yeah so yeah it was just like a really fun commercial and it was i mean i think a lot of it also is like hey we're, we're two canadian boys let's uh let's let's do something fun mm-hmm. together although i don't know if mint mobile is available in canada but you can do free calls to canada and mexico yeah um but i i looked at the plan and you know just on the surface level i'm like you know it sounds good. Yeah, it's thirty bucks a month for three months. Mm-hmm. Uh, four, unlimited four G, five G. Four unlimited. Yeah, exactly. They throttle you, I believe, after thirty five, um, thirty five gigs, which is better than my AT and T. Yeah, AT and T twenty five or twenty. Yeah, something like that. Um, the only thing that it always it keeps advertising is videos play at four eighty p. But then yeah. I look through some forums, and that's not the case. You can play videos at ten eighty if you have the ability to. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I don't know if it's if that's just like a phone. It, it's like dependent on your phone or whatever. Yeah. Um, it seems like a good deal on the surface. And after the three months, you can have the you can basically like set up the plan and prepay for it for the whole year. Yeah. So some people were saying that they're paying like three hundred dollars for their phone plan. Yeah. For the entire year. That's pretty great. I pay a hundred and twenty bucks a month every freaking month. Yeah, and that. That's what I was noticing too. Is that the 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 phone and yeah, yeah, the phone and the plan for some of these iPhone deals that they have? It's thirty dollars a month for twenty four months. That's that's the phone and the plan. That's crazy. That's insane. It's the phone is fifteen, and <clears throat> then the the I guess it's some sort of deal. The phone is fifteen, and then your your monthly uh, plan is fifteen. Gotcha. Yeah, and so they have the yeah they have the ability that you can go on their website and you can check to make sure that your phone is compatible um, with their service yeah. and to make sure that you have coverage in your area. So I typed in our zip code and I entered my phone that I have, and the coverage here says that it's excellent coverage. Yeah. So I'm like, dude, I've been an AT and T customer since it was Pacific Bell. Me too. Uh, yeah. But. Pac Bell. Yeah. But. Yeah. It was like Pac Bell, then Singular, and then mm-hmm. AT&T. But uh, I'm not against paying $300 for the year yeah. <laughs> to have a cell phone service plan. And plus here, I mean, we're on the Wi-Fi network most of the time. Yeah. So I guess the biggest thing for me is, you know, if I travel, you know, to San Diego or if I decide I want to go to New York or whatever the hell it is to make sure that there's coverage, coverage there. there. Yeah. But I imagine that their coverage network probably all, all major it, cities. It has to be. Yeah, it has to be somewhat decent. You're not going to roll out a cell phone service, yeah. a carrier service that has really janky Man, uh, 
service. One of my roommates has a Cricket Wireless, and uh-huh. he never has service, and it's hilarious. Yeah, Cricket was like a big thing for a while, right? Yeah. And then it kind of like disappeared. Like I don't hear anybody talk about it yeah, anymore. Yeah, he's, he's got terrible coverage, but like it's very cheap. Yeah, he's down yeah. Yeah, some people were saying that I, they that they think that they use the T-Mobile uh, as like the the network, but I don't know. They hop on a T-Mobile towers. Maybe I don't know, but I would love to know. Does anybody in our chat room have this service? If you're in the United States, do you have Min Mobile? Is it good? I tried to like do some deep dives on reviews, and people were saying that they like it and that it's good. So yeah, I don't know. I'm not opposed to only paying three hundred dollars for the year for a, for a phone because why pay one twenty? Why? Right. Why would I? I've been trying to log into my AT&T to see what I'm paying right now uh, for my plan outside of, like, renting the phone, basically, until it's paid off. I can't get into my AT&T. That's convenient. I've changed my password, like, nine times, and it keeps being like, this is the wrong password. Yeah, AT&T is a real pain in the butt. It's such a pain, dude. I remember having to, when I was trying to get a new phone, I had to jump through so many dang hoops and it, they kept being like we need your mom's social security number I'm yep like, she hasn't been on my plan in five years what are i you had that problem about? too i had to make uh, myself like a uh i've had to release myself user. from her 10 times what are you doing oh geez yeah yeah i've had to do that and i've had to uh make myself like what do they call it where you're like a not a registered user but like um basically authorized. you have an authorized user yeah. yeah where you basically have the power to like make changes to the plan and i'm like guys yeah so dumb it's me and my brother on this plan yeah it's just us two my we share the same last name uh here is a picture of us together (laughs) what do you want i guess the only one thing that i have enjoyed so far with my at&t plan is i have things like hbo max bundled into it yeah so you know i'd have to pay for that separately well that's what i was looking at i was looking at um we have a buddy who uh he just got AT&T Fiber. I don't know if we were already talking oh, about this. Oh, we talked this. about this, yeah. He's paying like 50 bucks a month, and it comes with HBO Max, mm-hmm. uh, and it's cheaper than what I'm paying for uh, Spectrum. Spectrum. And I'm, get, I'm getting like 100 down, 20 up for like 120 bucks a month. Yeah. And he's getting 1,000 down, 1,000 up for 50 bucks a month. And I'm just like, shoot me. Dude, that's... Spectrum is criminal, dude. It's Spectrum's freaking criminal. And it drops out all the time. Oh, like, yeah. Our internet will just stop working for half yeah. a day. Yeah. And you'll call and be like, oh, uh, hello? I don't know. Well, maybe <laughs> you should unplug. I mean, wait for- 10 seconds and plug <laughs> back in. For this show that we're going to do, Spy Island, because we're using Zoom, we have to like upload the stream to all the people who are in the Zoom call. Yeah. So that uses up a ton of bandwidth on top of us also outputting the stream to the internet. Yeah. So it's like, oh, we only have a 20. 20- 20 megabit upload speed? Yeah. Is this going to crash our internet? And that's our business line. Our yeah, business, that's sad. Our Spectrum business line is 20 up. Yeah. Unless which you want- is the same as my home internet line of Spectrum. It's just they have these weird pricing things based yeah. on your location. Yeah, it's really dumb. But damn, dude, for 1,000 up and 1,000 down? 50 bucks. That's insane. Crazy. Which I'm waiting to hear more from him. Like, I checked, and they don't even have it in our area, uh-huh. which sucks because he's, like, two blocks away from me. I was, oh, like, geez. for sure they're going to have it, yeah. but they don't. Uh, but I'm, I'm waiting to hear from him him after a couple months to see how reliable it was. Yeah. Do you know? Do you know if he's also on their phone plan? He is. So it might be a bundle thing. Okay. Uh, it was also a two hundred dollar installation for the uh, mm-hmm. for the line, but then it's fifty after that. I mean, it's like after three months, it's paid for. for yeah, like, like I mean, like, look, if if it means like, if if they're gonna sucker me into keeping my AT and T phone plan, 
and they're gonna bundle an HBO Max, and I can also get those internet speeds, mm -hmm. and I have to you know suffer a little bit to pay a two hundred dollar installation fee. But the internet is that good, mm -hmm. then like I'm willing to do it. Oh, totally. Because uh, yeah, thousand upload. Like, are you joking me? Like, can you imagine? Like, Dude. You, no. can, you can kind of do anything you want at that point. I you can't. can stream whatever. You can stream anything, and you can send a stream out and do almost anything that you want. Yeah. Unless it like throttles you at a certain point. But I imagine it can't, if they're advertising a thousand up, mm -hmm. then you should be able to just do a thousand up. Yeah. Um, and I would never run that on a on a wireless. I would be like hardlined everywhere. Dude, I go. I'd just be uploading everything I own all day. <laughs> <laughs> just sitting there, just like up, up, yeah. up, up. Uh, that's absolutely crazy. But I mean, yeah. You know, if you guys, uh, if you're fans of Rick Moranis and you're fans of Ryan Reynolds, then maybe Mint Mobile's for you. Yeah, not I sponsored mean, at all. I'm seeing this. Uh, so this $15 a month phone and this $15 a month plan. Mm -hmm. That is the three gigabyte. That's their cheapest plan. Gotcha. Uh, so it's. I mean, it makes sense. But 15 bucks a month for renting a phone. Yeah. For 24 months is very. That's good. Very good. That's really good. Uh, and then yeah, I'm guessing the $30. Uh, unlimited plan with that would be 45 a month mm -hmm. uh, and yeah I'm paying 120 so maybe I'm maybe I'm gonna look into this maybe it's time I switch to an iPhone yeah let's see if they have all the phones I'm uh oh yeah they I, do have galaxy stuff I also enjoy the fact that um, you can do hotspots mm -hmm. it comes with it oh nice it, it's like a feature it huh? comes with it wow for AT&T I had to pay extra yeah that's insane it's so dumb and I know Verizon also includes hotspotting. Oh yeah, because yeah, I pay for that for AT&T. Yeah, I was I was like, what? That's the only reason. So I was like, I was on a very old school unlimited plan, and the only reason I upgraded it was because I was taking the train a lot to San Diego. Yeah. And their Wi-Fi on the train is terrible, and I needed to do work, so mm -hmm. I upgraded to personal hotspot. But I was like, dude, I'm paying an extra forty dollars for this. And then I got contacted a couple months later, and they were like, "Actually, we reworked your plan, and we're now gonna like just kind of like wrap it into your cost. And we're also gonna give you additional speeds, or uh, we're gonna extend um, how much like 4G usage you have, so yeah. you can have up to 25 gigs, I think it was. And on top of that, we're gonna throw an HBO Max. And I was like, "All right, I guess if yeah. I don't have to pay fourteen dollars separately for HBO Max, I guess I'll take it." But I still think it's criminal that I right. have to pay that much money just to like tether my laptop to my phone. But yeah. whatever. But I don't know. This seems like a really good plan. So if there's people out there, I know. I imagine for students, this is a really good plan. Yeah. If you're like going back to school or whatever, and like you're not working crazy hours, and you just need to have an affordable phone, then like, dude, go with this. This seems like a really good plan. Unlimited for thirty-five bucks a month. Unlimited talk, talk and text. Like, I, I'm literally shit. gonna, I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna do it. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna do it. I gotta wait until I've paid off this phone, but then I'm. Oh like, my I'll god. Go for it. He's a spy. Oh. Oh. Whoa. We've got our. We've got our zoomers in. <laughs> I hear Janelle. Can you hear me? I don't no, think they can hear, hear us. us. I probably should. I can have hear everything just saying. Hold, uh, <laughs> hold on, be right back. I gotta go meet those guys. Uh, yeah, the, we've got our people zooming in. Four fifty. We're about to be in Spy Island. Uh, I don't know if we have anything else to talk about today. We uh, we kind of just sat down and started talking like right before. Uh, Rick Moranis is back. Walking Dead's ending. Xbox price revealed. Dune trailer. Uh, yeah, we've covered everything. You guys want just want to hang for three minutes? You just want to hang? Actually, it's two minutes. You guys just want to hang for two minutes? Um, talk about how I'm going to win Spy Island? 
So, yeah, we've got some cool new stuff tonight for Spy Island. Let me try to go over it real quick. I'm sure Brendan will go over it at the top of the show, but uh, at oneshot.straylogic.com, you can see the cool new stuff. You can tip $10 with hashtag sponsor. So in between every round, we're going to have a break for sponsors. Uh, you can make the message and tell us um, who the sponsor is and what their message is and how they're sponsoring the show. Uh, for $20, you can do hashtag conversation. You can have like uh, two conversa- uh, conversation between two players. Like, I want this player and this player to break off and have their own combo. And then for $50, hashtag secret, each player has their a predetermined secret. One secret. Every uh, player has a secret. Except, uh, Brendan, can we tell them the except? Except for the spies. So we have six players who have written secrets. The spies do not have a written secret. So you can tip $50 to reveal a player's secret. They will tell us our secret. The spy will have to make one, make one up on the spot. So that's kind of help to help you be like, I don't, let's, I don't know who was lying. Uh, but all these secrets are pretty incriminating. So we'll see. Uh, then we have some goals uh, that we'll go over when we start the show. But, yeah, it, uh, guys, it's going to be a fun one. I know that much. It's going to be a hoot and a holler. It's going to be a gosh dang hoot <laughs> and a holler. When you say hoot and holler, uh, I am from Gainesville, Missouri, which has – uh, well, that's where I went to school. Uh, it has one of the oldest square dancing festivals in the world, and it's called Hootin' and Hollerin'. Really? <laughs> every uh, every third Thursday of September. It's coming right up, and you know they're not going to cancel it because uh, it's southern Missouri, and it's going to be a— How do you feel about L.A. canceling Halloween? Uh, how do you feel about it? I mean, I wasn't going to go trick-or-treating. <laughs> I wasn't so either. <laughs> I probably wasn't going to go to any parties, so I think yeah. it's, I mean, it's probably the right move. I, I, so there, there was an article that came out in the LA Times earlier this morning where they said that uh, things like any, any sort of non-socially distanced event, like haunted houses, yeah. anything that requires people to be within a close proximi- proximity of each other, uh, including trick-or-treating, were like canceled more or less. Yeah. And a lot of people, it seems like a lot of people must have been upset about the trick-or-treating part because they rolled back on that and they said like, well, go trick-or-treating, but we don't recommend it. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, just say no. Yeah, go knocking you, on doors. You don't need to, you don't need to roll back on your decision just because Twitter's mad. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like I think just do it for the safety of everybody and just be like, no trick-or-treating, you know? Yeah. Um, I know for me personally, you know, I, we there are a few experiences that are happening in Los Angeles that allow you to take your car. Yeah. And the stranger things experience. Yeah. And there's a few other things as well. And I signed up for one because I'm like, great. They wrote in there very clearly, like nobody can touch your car yeah. and nobody can like put their hands into your car. So I'm like, great, I'm going to go do that. Yeah. Uh, but I'm still going to p- carve pumpkins and watch Halloween movies. The, like that's still going to be a thing. The need for people to pretend everything is normal is just absolutely bizarre to me. Oh, it pisses me Guys, off to know. We end. do not have to have Halloween. Yeah. We can skip a year. Yeah. We can have a great time next year. Look, parents. It is sad. I mean, I'm sad, man, but is it that sad? Yeah. Like, we can skip Halloween, guys. We don't have to fucking cry about this. Parents, this is what you do. You set up a scavenger house, a scavenger hunt in your house or your apartment or whatever, wherever you live. You just put a bunch of candy in little bags. You hide it all over the house and just make Easter Halloween. It's super easy. Yeah. Just make it a, make it a little scavenger hunt for candy. That sounds like a great time. It's fine. That sounds like all those dumb adults are gonna carp pumpkins. And, I'll come uh, over with my twenty closest homies. <laughs> we'll be shirtless. We'll cough a lot. Uh, it's gonna be a great time. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I'll like shake it. all your hands. Oh God! I'll eat your candy halfway. Not about it. Not about it. But guys, stay <laughs> tuned. Spy Island is coming up in just a few short minutes. Enjoy these clips. We'll and, see you in uh, a sec. We'll see you momentarily. Bye. <laughs> 